When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Kolb Strong Power Podcast with your host, Jimmy Kolb. It is my pleasure to share my knowledge here with you on all things powerlifting, equipped lifting, and competing. Each week, I'll be answering your questions, sharing my training tips, with heavy emphasis on bench pressing. How's it going, everybody? This is the Kolb Strong Power Podcast. This is episode number three. This is Wednesday, so I have a topic here for you today. Uh, I get this question a lot. I'm just going to turn it into a topic of the day, and that is how to make a weight touch when you're wearing a bench press shirt. Uh, a gentleman asked me a while ago on any tips on how to make a weight touch concerning the last couple of inches of the lift, and the other part of the question was, do you recommend the use of boards in your training? So I will start off by saying that making a weight touch in a bench press shirt, in a poly or a denim is in my mind, one of the perfect examples of technical perfection in the sport of powerlifting. A lot of people don't realize just how much technique and practice and persistency you need uh, to develop to make a weight touch successfully, which is half the lift because now the weight has to come back up. It's very, very difficult. It should never be impossible but it should be pretty difficult. Otherwise, if it's too easy to touch, your gear isn't tight enough, you're not gonna get anything out of the gear. When I would first started training with Adam Hicks and he gave me that two-ply Karen Klein denim, uh, it was a ratty old thing. Um, looked like a pair of blue jeans, it was blue, you know, blue denim. And it took me six months to get my first weight to touch. Six months, you can imagine the frustration. We were wetting the thing down with water uh, which is a topic I will talk about later, uh, to really make the material open up more, make it easier to touch. And I think my first weight was 550. And boy, when it touched for that first time, it was like being a virgin or something. My eyes about popped out of my head. The amount of pressure I felt that last couple of inches was uh, mind-blowing at, at the time. I couldn't believe what I had just gone through. Uh, then obviously with more practice and time and successful lifts that, you know, became a normal thing and, you know, it's led up to this day. So that leads me to, uh, you know, part of the part of the equation. Should I be touching a weight in training often? That's kind of a hard thing to talk about. I will le- I'll leave you with this uh, for inspirational purposes. I never touch in training. I never do. Leading up to my both my 900-pound bench presses and my 1,000-pound bench press from recently, I do not touch weights in training. I will take weights very low. Uh, one board is very common. And then right before a competition, I'll take my opener weight generally to about a half board. And that really gauges, uh, you know, for me exactly what kind of weights will touch, what I'm going to open with if I have to make an adjustments based on my weight and whatnot. But I don't really think you should be touching all the time because you're going to wear that material out faster and you want to get successful heavy lifts in the competition. So touching every now and again is okay. I don't recommend doing it all the time. 
Uh, that way you can keep the material nice and fresh and keep that rebound ready for competition day. And now to the subject at hand. The actual question uh, on tips on how to make a weight touch regarding those last couple of inches of that last inch. That is the most difficult part of the lift in my mind, besides obviously getting the weight to the top and holding it waiting for that rack command. Uh, the, the best way I can describe this, and this might sound stupid at first, is to stay patient. I tell people this, and it doesn't always click. It doesn't make sense at first. When you're taking a heavy weight down, you're going to reach a bubble at some point. Okay, you're coming, you're, The weight's coming down, the shirt's starting to tighten up, and that shirt's going to lock up. You're going to hit a little bubble. It's going to be about two to three inches from touching. You have to burst that bubble and get the weight further down, which is very, very, very difficult. So when I tell people to be patient, what I mean is after you've learned the groove of the shirt, you know exactly what path that bar has to come down, right? You know where it has to touch. So weight's coming down, the shirt's extremely tight, and it stops. The shirt is locked up on you. What you need to do is stay patient, and you need to almost back off on how much you're resisting against the weight so that just the shirt is resisting against the weight, and the shirt will start to open, and the weight will eventually come down. You have to stay patient. What I see is people getting impatient when the weight comes down and the shirt locks up. So what they're going to do to make the weight touch easier and faster is actually move the bar further down towards their legs, further down their belly. What they're doing is they're taking the bar out of the groove to, uh, in order to make the weight touch. So the weight might touch, but now the shirt is not going to work to its full potential. Uh, I, I hear this all the time. Uh, I had a gentleman I'm talking to now. Uh, he went and got his single ply shirt tightened and he was training with it. He made a weight touch and he got almost no rebound out of it compared to how it was before. I said, well, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, further talking, I found out that because it's so tight now, in order to make a weight touch, he has to go extremely low down towards the belly, taking the bar out of the groove. Now, that the weight will touch, but again, the shirt is not going to get that rebound. You're not going to be able to press the weight efficiently when the bar is not in the groove. You need to find that groove, put the bar in the right spot, and let it sit there. If it will not touch in the right spot, just throw it back up. You're going to need more weight. Put more weight on the bar and take it down in that right spot, and eventually it will go. And as I mentioned before, when I said you need to back off and how much you're resisting against the weight, you got to think. You're not a raw bench presser. You are not responsible for solely slowing down that bar with just your body. You have a shirt there. You have material there. So if you think, if you have a heavy weight coming down and both you and the material are resisting against that weight, it's never going to touch. Now, not to say you should relax and get loose on the way down. But you need to kind of, it's, it's really hard to do under heavy loads. It's hard to think clearly. But you need to back off on how much you are resisting. Let the shirt do its work. Let, let the shirt do what it's supposed to do. Take the weight and actually open up and stretch. And that is how you're going to get a weight down. You have to be patient. You have to keep the bar in the groove. If it will not touch in the correct spot, you need to add more weight. And that's where the strength part comes in this too. You have to be able to get the weight back up. You have to have this balance of 
uh, stretching out the material, but not stretching it out too much. Uh, that way, you know, you can make weights touch. Again, it's going to be very, very difficult to do so. But at the same time, it's not so stretched out that touching weights is easy. And now the material has no tenacity left to it, right? Um, one good way, as I had mentioned when I was working with my denim on how to make a material open up faster is actually to wet the material down. Uh, this is very popular with denims. I've done it with poly shirts my entire career. So as I get a brand new shirt, I'll take a spray bottle after a couple of warm-up sets and me or my training partners or my wife will spray the chest plate and the shoulder seams down and soak it with water. And this is going to help the material open up a little bit faster and help it break in quicker. And while we're on the subject of breaking shirts in, making weights touch, etc., I want to talk a little bit about boards. Boards in training. I think boards are a very valuable tool. They can increase your bench press very fast, build tremendous strength, but you have to know how to use them correctly. With shirted lifting, I don't particularly see the need for boards as much as, say, with raw lifters or raw training. I use high boards when I'm training raw. Um, I don't use high boards at all when I'm doing my shirted lifts, and I'll tell you why. When I'm touching a weight, now I'm in my shirt now. When I'm tr bringing a weight down to say a three board, that's a classic way of breaking in a shirt. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that. Uh, but if you work down the board is what I'm talking about. If I'm in my shirt, I'm trying to touch a weight on a three board. How I touch that three board might be different uh, regarding the path of the bar coming down than during a full range bench okay I'm gonna to touch that board maybe differently than how I would if the board wasn't there same thing with the two board when I'm coming down uh, sometimes the path might be different the path might be higher or lower I'm trying to touch that board I might be bringing it out of the groove and I don't even realize it I do use one boards in training when I'm in my shirt often and a half board, like I said, when I'm prepping for a competition, trying to get my opener weight down far enough. But, you know, you, I almost think invisible boards are probably more beneficial to a shirted lifter. Whereas you're taking the, no matter how light or how heavy it is, you take the weight out, you practice your groove, you bring the weight down as far as the bar will go while keeping it in that correct path, that groove that we all know. You take the weight down, wait till the bar stops, press it back up. Bring the bar down, wait till it stops, press it back up. You add more weight, the weight will come lower and lower and lower, uh, closer to a full range bench. Then here, you're able to practice the actual groove of the shirt, you're able to practice uh, pressing a weight as if you were doing a full range movement without the boards being in the way being your target almost. That way you're keeping the bar in that proper path and you're practicing that over and over and over and over again. Again, like I said, I do use one boards and half boards, but I save the two boards and the three boards or higher. Some people use four and five, right? Uh, for when I'm doing my raw or not shirted training, uh, trying to develop the tricep strength and the extension strength. So just to kind of wrap up and sum up what we were talking about before, uh, when you're trying to make a weight touch, make sure you keep the bar in the proper groove, right? That pop proper path. 
if it comes down and it's not going to touch in that correct spot, do not bring the bar out of the groove to make the weight touch or the shirt's not going to work correctly. If you bring a weight down and it's not going to touch in the right spot, you need to add more weight, right? A bigger bench. Add more weight to the bar. Make it touch in that right spot. If you need some assistance in breaking the material in quicker, you can add water to the chest and the shoulder seams, maybe the sleeves. That's going to help the material open up a little bit more, okay? Again, uh, stay away from boards too often in training. I don't recommend the higher boards with shirted training. I do recommend lower boards, but you do want to try and practice whether the weight's going to touch or not. You do want to practice bringing the weight down as if you were going to do a full range rep. That's going to help develop that muscle memory connection and the groove. It's going to be a no-brainer when you get to the meet. Uh, you know exactly how to bring that weight down and get a successful lift in. That is all I have for you today. Uh, please subscribe to the show by clicking on the link in the show notes uh, to submit your questions to me. Uh, please go give me a follow on Instagram at Kolbstrong. And as always, you have a fantastic day.